last message. It takes courage. It takes courage. Amen. So our bedrock truths. Number one, God cannot lie. It takes courage to believe that, you know. Yeah. It really does. Number two, his word is true. We can trust him. It takes courage to actually put your trust in him. It takes courage to give 10% of your income uh, for your tithes. It takes courage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he was saving yesterday, he's saving today. If he healed yesterday, he's healing today. If he was blessing us yesterday, he's blessing us today. He's an abundant God. As he is, so are we. It takes courage to say that. I double dog dare you to say, as he is, so are we. As he is, so am I. Come on, so am I. And number four, five, God is for us and he is not against us. It takes courage in the spot. In the, when you're in the middle of it, it takes courage to say, you know what? God is for me. He is not against me. I will see this to the end, and my harvest time has come. Yeah. Jesus. So it does take courage. So our first scripture we're going to start is Hebrews 6.10 in the Passion. Woo! Hebrews, look at that. We even got it on the, on the, up on the screen because I, Passion. Passion. Le Passion. It says, for God. The faithful one. We can put a period right there. He's faithful. Even when we're faithless, he's still faithful. He is not unfair. How can he forget the beautiful work that you've done for him? He remembers every good thing that you've done for him. Over the years, when nobody else was looking, he was. He saw what you did. Come on, how can you forget the beautiful work you've done for him? He remembers the love that you demonstrate as you continually serve his beloved ones for the glory of his name. Verse 11, but we long to see you passionately advance until the end and you find your hope fulfilled. Come on, everybody's got a hope chest. And it's heavy. Why? Because it needs to be fulfilled. It needs to be emptied, right? So verse 12, so don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm. Come on, sometimes we get weary and well-doing because you're just doing the same daily, daily, daily. Is anything going to happen? Remember, was it Jerry Savelle? God, if you just give me dollar for dollar for what I've sown, not to talk about harvest, just meet me dollar for dollar. But he didn't, get real, he didn't grow weary. He didn't lose his enthusiasm. It says, but follow the example of those who fully received what God has promised because of their strong faith and patient endurance. Doesn't that sound like us? Yeah. It really does. It sounds like they're, they're just, they're, if, you, if you, put, you look up New Covenant Ministries in the, in the dictionary, and you're going to find that. They're strong faith and they have patient endurance. Through the storms, there's been some storms in this place? Yay! <laughs> yeah, he's doing quite fine. <laughs> so I talked about let love be the motivation of everything you do. And together we make a family. This is almost turning into a series. And preferring one another, God can do anything but fail. And the next one, it takes courage because courage is required. Courage is required for this day and age, for this new season that we're walking into, that we're going into. Courage is definitely required. Let's go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 1, please. Woo! De Deuteronomy 31, 1. Wow. <laughs> Y'all got, <laughs> got a song for everything. 
<laughs> verse 1, it says, and, and King James, and Moses went and spoke these words unto all of Israel. Verse 3, the Lord your God, he will go over before you. Okay, God is going before you. He will destroy these nations from before you, and you shall possess them. And Joshua, he shall go over before you, as the Lord had said. Verse 6. Now, he's talking to the children of Israel. He says, be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, it is he that, go, that, do, that goes with you. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves, he will not fail us. He will not forsake us. He will not leave us hanging. And then verse 7, and Moses called unto Joshua. Not only was he talking to the children, now he's going to talk to his, his assistants. Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all of Israel. So he validated him. He said, be strong and of a good courage, for you must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and you shall cause them to inherit it. What a big job. That is huge. Because he saw, although Moses had over what, three million people, and they didn't like him. And, he's, and Moses is saying, I'm going to give this to you. Here, I bequeath this to you. Have fun. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Verse 38, Deuteronomy 1. But Joshua, the son of Nun, which stands before you, he shall go in there. Encourage him. Encourage him. We need, you know, Asher was talking about that earlier. We need to be encouraging one another. Yeah. Okay? It says, encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit all of that. And the message, it says, your sister Joshua, the son of Nun, will go in, build up his courage. This is a big job. And when you're in second in command, you're not the head of the command, which means when you're second, you don't get all the pressures of the head. You see the pressure that goes on with the head, but you don't get the pressure. And so Joshua has been, I, I'm, I know this for a fact. Joshua was watching and experiencing all the things that Moses was going through. And now it's his turn. So that's why he said, build up his courage. He's the one who will claim the inheritance for Israel. For Israel, he's going to do, he's going to do this whole thing. Moses set him up. But Joshua is the one that's going in. He's leading them. Mm, mm, mm. So courage, I looked it up. It's mental or moral strength to venture. So I looked up venture. It means to proceed, especially in the face of danger. In the face of everybody saying, you made the big, pastor was talking about that. You made the biggest mistake of your life when you bought 110. You guys don't know the backstory of all that. We, we, had, we, <laughs> we had Jesse DePlanis booked, and we're getting ready to do this great big renovation project kind of like this one. And um, pastor wasn't able to do it. General contractor, me, I'm a musician. My hands don't get dirty unless I fall down. <laughs> right? <laughs> so we did all of that. We set that place up. I had 800 chairs set up for, for Jesse coming in. And we had to get all of that stuff all arranged. And I'm sitting up there working with all these different trades. And I get there early and pray in the Holy Ghost because when you don't know what to do, you pray. <laughs> and then they come up to me and say, okay, well, we need to do this. And Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we need to do this. Okay, go ahead. We need more bathrooms. Go ahead, start digging. And it came. 
The paint was drying on the walls when, <laughs> when we opened the doors. It was amazing. But God did that. But I, if I was not encouraged by Pastor Gary, I would have caved. That wouldn't have happened. I would have been in a corner somewhere sucking my thumb thinking, ah, I can't do this. <laughs> Hallelujah. So to proceed, especially in the face of danger, persevere, withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. The ability to do something that frightens one. Facing your fears takes courage. A synonym for courage, bravery, fearlessness, guts, desire, heroism, intestinal fortitude. Come on. I know people that got 36 feet of intestinal fortitude and no guts. Just plain chicken. Not here. Now, discourage means to cause someone to lose their confidence or lose their enthusiasm. Have you met somebody like that? That just lost their confidence, lost their enthusiasm, can't do it. A cinnamon for that cinnamon. It might as well be cinnamon. Baked it. Synonym, deflated, disappointed, let down, fed up, dejected, cast down, depressed. <gasps> Enough of that. Anyways, so if you put distance in front of anything, because everybody talks about that word diss now. Don't diss me. Right? They diss it. Don't, don't you diss me. It means to, to speak disrespect, disrespectfully or to criticize. People say, I don't like you dissing my friends like that. Hood. Really? Well, well you, don't get a, you don't get to the hood that much, right? <laughs> In the projects, we say that. Praise the Lord. And, and so the, really what it is, to diss something is, to, is disrespectful talk, right? So discouraging somebody is being disrespectful to their courage, and you're ripping them off of their courage. You're taking their courage away. So let's go to Numbers chapter 13. We know this story, but there's a couple of things that kind of popped out. Um, Numbers 13, verse 1. Please. Are you there? Okay. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Send you men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, and every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the, by the commandment of the Lord. It wasn't his suggestion. By the commandment of the Lord, he sent them to the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. New Living says all tribal leaders of Israel. And the complete Jewish Bible says um, all of them were leading men among the people. They should have all been courageous leaders. These were leaders and rulers of all these different tribes. They're the heads of the tribes. But they didn't, as we all see. Uh, verse 17. In Numbers 13, and Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. Verse 20, what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, bring of the fruit of the land, and now was the time of the first grapes. That word courage is, uh, uh, is, is to become strong, become strengthened, to become courageous, to become a conqueror. In other words, grow into this. Be what you're called to be. You're called to be anointed ones. Be courageous. Be anointed. Amen. Verse 23. They came to the brook of Eshcol and cut down from there a branch with a, one cluster of grapes, and they carried it between two upon a staff. I remember reading this in the Dakes Bible. The grapes were the size of plum clusters weighing between 25 and 45 pounds. That's a huge grape. 
Yeah. Woo. And they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs, 25. They returned from searching the land after 40 days. 40 days. There's something about 40 in there, right? And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the children or the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them and to all the congregation and they showed them the fruit of the land. God, so everything that God told them was true. They came back with the fruit of the land. They had everything. Everything God said, they did, and it was true. And he even showed the people this. Verse 27, they told him, we come to the land where you sent us. Surely, surely, it flows with milk and honey. And this is a fruit. Look at this. Nevertheless. Oh. You ever run into nevertheless people? Praise the Lord. The people that be strong, uh, the people be strong that dwell in the land. The cities are walled, very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites and Jebusites and all the other heights. And they dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and all by the coast. All the reasons to be discouraged. That's not what God called them to do. He didn't say, look at that. He said, look at my promise. He said, go. Verse 30, Caleb still, I love Caleb, he still the people before Moses. He said, let's go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. New Living says, we can certainly conquer it. Certainly, without certain. The message, Caleb interrupted, I love this. Caleb interrupted and he called for silence. Silence! Sometimes you get around those nevertheless people, you need to just yell out, silence! <laughs> and he called this out before Moses and said, let us go take the land now. We can do it. He said, I will diss your discouragement. I will diss your discouragement. Come on now. Amen. 31. But the men that went up with him and said, we're not able to go against his people. Says who? They're stronger than we. Says who? They brought up an evil report of the land which, which had searched the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. Says who? Pastor, you got something? Oh, yeah. Deuteronomy one twenty two. Yeah, let you know that it wasn't God's idea for them to go in and search out the land. He didn't have to say, go and check and see if I'm lying or not. He was telling them to go and take the land. But in Deuteronomy one twenty two, it says, it was you guys that decided to do that. It changes everything. And then when wow. they realized that when they were in there, they didn't sneak around with binoculars. They were open in front of everybody carrying stuff around. They were there for 40 days. Yeah. And... Uh, and, and, and not even in the will of God when they were there, let alone, you know. So anyway, yeah, just read that verse if you would. Yeah. It says, um, in 22, and you, and you come near unto me, everyone. Wait a minute. 21. Behold, the Lord your God has set the land before you. Go up, go up and possess it. As the Lord God of your fathers has said unto you, fear not, neither be discouraged. God set that land before him. Go up and possess. Go get it. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah. So, okay. 
So behold, the Lord your God set the land before you. Oh, 22. And he came near unto me, every one of you, and said, we will send, <laughs> yeah, here we go. We will send men before us, and they shall search us out the land and bring us word again by uh, what way we must go up and into what cities we shall come. Yeah. Well, look at verse 23. And the saying pleased me well. So he listened to the masses. Huh. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. I know you. Like you said, we've been together a long time. It's all good. Numbers 13, 31. But the men that went up with him said, we're not able to go against this people for they're stronger than we are. And they brought up an evil report of the land. And um, it said, the land which through we've gone to search it is a land that eats up the inhabitants thereof. All the people that we saw in it were men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. So were we in their sight. Who said they were? Who said that? Uh-huh. Listen to this in the message 32. It says, everybody, every, everybody we saw was huge. Why, we even saw the Nephilim giants, the Anak giants come from Nephilim. Alongside them, we felt like grasshoppers, and they looked down on us as if we were grasshoppers. Now, that is discouragement running wild. Right? They gave in to their own fears. They gave in to their own discouragement, and they just went, just like today. Nevertheless, Nevertheless, we can't do we can't do that. We can't do this. Ver, okay, Numbers 14, verse 1. Again, discouragement running wild. All the congregation lifted up their voice and they cried. The whole congregation, three million people plus, lifted up their voice and started crying like a little bunch of little sissies. Come on. <laughs> the people wept that night. Sissies and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt? My goodness, would God we should have stayed on Thornhill? <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry, or would God we had died in this wilderness? <laughs> And wherefore has the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword? Why are they blaming God? To fall by the sword that our wives and our children should be a prey. Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said to one another, let us make a captain. Let us return to Egypt. So let's just, you know, start a goat congregation and take off. Mm -mm. Fear tolerated, contaminated their faith. And really, you think about it, it takes courage to follow the Lord, it takes courage to father, follow where the Lord is leading. And in this move of God, courage is required, courage is necessary, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you hear people telling off God all the time. I'm thinking, why? You got, <laughs> you got some kind of nerve. You're going to sit up there and I just told God blah, 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 and started dropping all kinds of stuff. And it's like, 
Oh, man, you don't even know. His mercy endures forever. Thank God, because he'd be a little ink spot. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Numbers 14, verses 8 and 9 in the message, it says, if God is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land. It's a land that flows, as they say, with milk and honey, and he's going to give it to us. Just don't rebel against God. Don't be afraid of those people. Why? We'll have them for lunch. Come on. There's courage. We're going to have them for lunch. They have no protection, and God is on our side. Don't be afraid of them. They had a word from the Lord to go in and possess it. He would not fail them. He would not leave them. He would not forsake them. Boom. Joshua 1.1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister. A minister. It's a, it's a chief surgeon, uh, a surgeon, yeah, a chief servant, an agent appointed to transact or manage business under the authority of another. The assistant. In Exodus 33.11, it says, the heart, and I'm talking about the heart of a faithful man, Joshua. And the Lord spoke unto Moses face to face as a man speaks unto his friend. And he turned, and he turned again to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. He's committed. He said, I'm staying. I got this. Moses, you do what you got to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of business here. Mm-hmm. Courage is required. Verse 2, it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore arise, go over to this Jordan, you and all this people, unto the land which I do give unto them, even unto the children of Israel. And every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon, that have I given you. Think of all the places you walk. As I said unto Moses from the, from the wilderness of, and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea going, uh, toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not be any man able to stand before you all the days of your life. It takes courage to believe that. He said it, and we got to stand in that. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. He is with us. Same. And he said, verse 6, be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people you shall divide uh, for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. What a big job. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Don't turn to, uh, from the right hand or to the left, so that you may prosper wheresoever you go. Here's your playbook. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your, you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. Why? Because he gave you the playbook. Follow the plays in the playbook. Have I not commanded you? He didn't say, have I not suggested to you? Amen? He said, have I not commanded you? Be strong. Be of a good courage. Be not afraid. There's a whole lot of being going on. Be not afraid, neither be, uh, be thou dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. 
So when you go anywhere you go, remind yourself, hey, you know what? God is with me. What can man do to me? I'm highly courageous and contagious. Amen. Psalms 31, 23. I like this. Psalms 31, 23. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful. That is us. And plentifully rewards a proud doer. Be of good courage. Again, be of good courage. It sounds like it's an, it's an action word. Be, take it. Take courage. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. All you that hope in the Lord. Preserve means to guard, to keep, in good sense, to protect and to watch over. He is going to watch over you. He is going to protect you. Nobody's going to mess with your stuff. And faithful means to support, to confirm, to uphold, to nourish. Be a supporter of the door. A supporter of the door. That's what we do. We, we support one. And like what Ashton was saying, supporting one another, building one another up. Build up their courage. Amen. New Living, it says in verse 23, love the Lord, you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him. We're loyal. We resemble that remark. Come on. But he harshly punishes the arrogant, well, whatever. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. That is us. We put our hope in him. The message, love God, you saints. God takes care of all who stay close to him. Stay close. Stay close. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. It says, verse 24, be brave, be strong, don't give up. Expect God to get here soon. Get your expector up there. Come on, God. I know you're showing up. You're going to do it. You did it yesterday. You're going to do it today. You're going to do it tomorrow. Bam. The Living Bible in verse 24 says, so cheer up. Cheer up. Take courage. It sounds like courage is something that needs to be. It's on a table. You got to take it. It's out there waiting for you, and you just got to grab it, and you take courage. If you're depending on the Lord, courage is something to be taken. And that's what we do. John 16, in the Amplified, it says, I have told you these things so that in me, Jesus speaking, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you have tribulation, trials, distress, and frustration, but be of good cheer. Take courage. Courage. It's all through the Bible. In order, in order to do anything cool for God, and in, in order to do anything big for God, it is going to take courage. To tell some one of your friends that it's not saved about Jesus, it is going to take some courage. Come on, remember the first time, first time you told somebody about Jesus? Uh-huh. Yeah. He did some heavy-duty swallowing. It's like, yeah, everything got dry. Mm. It says, be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain and undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have, I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. If he did it for you, what's our problem? What's our problem? If he did all the work, we just got to go in and possess it, go in and take it. Amen. Proverbs 28, 20. We started with this. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. 
and abounding um, would imply that increase has taken place. If you're abounding, right? If your bank account has abounded, that means increase has taken place, right? And, you know, and a lot of times abounding doesn't take place overnight. It takes time. This is why faithful people, faithful people, day in, day out, sun, winter, cold, hard, you know, a male person, right? You know, I'm talking about M-A-I-L. Yeah. So to be faithful means sticking with God and his word no matter what happens in your life. That's faithful. No matter what happens, I'm with God. Number two, being steadfast in your allegiance to God. Be steadfast in your allegiance to God. God, you're not going to fail me. You're not going to, come on now. You're not going to leave me. You're not going to forsake me. You got me. Unwavering loyalty is number three. Unwavering loyalty. Come on now. We're going to serve you, God, with everything that we have. Hallelujah. Number four, a firm resistance to the temptation to give up, draw back, or compromise. Come on. You're always being tempted to, to, to compromise or, or to, to give up. Stuff happens. What do you want to, you know, the first thing to do is just draw back. Well, then that's fine. Then I quit. Yeah, just give up. Throw in a towel. Ship your saddle home. I'm done. Right? No, no, no. But God promises if you stick with him in his word, you will abound with blessings. It says you will. If, and the, the, God promises that if you be steadfast in your allegiance to him, in your allegiance to him you will abound with blessings. It's, God promises if you have unwavering loyalty to him, then you abound with blessings. God promises if you develop a firm resistance to the temptation to give up, to draw back, to quit, to compromise, then you will abound with blessings. Come on. Hebrews 10.39 says, we are not of them who draw back. We don't draw back. No, 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 no. No. We go forward. I like this in a uh, message. We're not quitters who lose out. <laughs> oh, no. We'll stay with it. Trusting God all the way. We don't quit. And the New Living says, we are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. So, I want to encourage you today. Take courage. Don't get discouraged. If you, see if you don't see things happening in your life, immediately, which happens, well, God, why isn't it working? Says who? Thank you, God, you are working. I may not see it, but I know that you're working all the time. Have faith that God is working behind the scenes and on your behalf. He's fixing our stuff. And due season will come. Your due season will come. Everybody's due season will come as long as you stick in there. You don't cave in and you don't quit. Why? Because this used to be our, our motto all the time. We cannot be defeated and we will not quit. We cannot be defeated. We will not quit. Why? Because we're sticking with God. And he's sticking with us. And that is just what we do. Why? We're courageous. We have courage. And we take it. 
When courage gets low, we just take more. Come on, if you see somebody that's, that's looking discouraged, well, come on, diss that discouragement and encourage them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it takes that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to shake them up a little. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We are not of those that give up. We don't give up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For the spirit of heaviness. Hallelujah. There's courage all through the Bible. Courage, boldness. All of that, it's all encompassing. And God wants us to be that. To pray that. Why? Because you get what you say. So what we're doing, we're programming. I heard somebody say, well, why do you do this confession stuff? Because I want to hear it. I want to hear me say it. Right? Come on. He is the high priest of our confession. And I like it. <laughs> I, I like it when I start saying God's word over me. And then you start seeing things start to happen. It's like, ooh, should I say it more? Of course. Why not? Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. We're courageous. We're courageous and highly contagious. Amen. That's what we do. Hallelujah. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.